What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast, Christian in Progress. My name is Samuel Perez, and just a little bit about myself, I am a former gay stripper. Yes, that's right. You heard that correctly. I left behind the homosexual lifestyle to walk with Christ. This podcast is all about how I do it, why I do it, and to help others like me and educate those that maybe are not like me. I want to talk, but I really want to talk about what a real life with Jesus looks like in 2022. Nothing is off limits, and I want to be as transparent as I possibly can be. Before we get started, I want to let everybody know that this podcast is completely free to listen to, and we do accept donations, and we have some awesome rewards and gifts for those who want to become patrons of the podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, click on the description, and you'll be finding the link to becoming a patron of the podcast, which means you'll be making a regular monthly commitment commitment. Or you can go to my website, SamuelAbrahamPerez.com, and you can find resources to give through PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. So on today's episode, guys, I'm so excited to get into this. First and foremost, I want to crush the pink elephant in the room. Yes, I am currently right now, for those of you who are not watching this on YouTube, I know just listening to this uh, on Spotify, and there's no visual, I'm wearing a pink wig right now. And you might be asking my, like, yourself why is he wearing a pink wig if he's a former homosexual left behind the lifestyle if he's no longer gay guys sometimes i just feel like not to take life so seriously i'm also growing out my hair right now and as i grow up my hair it's kind of in this weird ugly awkward stage and i don't want to be wearing hats all the time and i have a collection of wigs from when i used to do costumes for my bible studies and I'm like, why not use them? And I really like this pink wig. It's uh, it's the one that looks the most natural, actually. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just decided to throw it on for this podcast. A lot of my audience, I've asked them before in the past, like, what do you guys think about me wearing wigs? And you know, um, maybe making people feel a little bit more comfortable um, around, uh, or just comfortable to watch my videos. A lot of people, for example. I just want to get into this real quick because there's always so many comments on like when I, especially when I used to do costuming, not so much anymore because now my Bible uh, studies that I'm currently doing, I'm not doing costumes this season because it was just really expensive and um, I just didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people are always asking me, you know, like, where, why are you wearing wigs or why are you doing costumes? And, you know, I have a very special ministry when it comes to um, doing what God has purposed out for me and for my life. Um, and I think in order to reach the type of people that I want to reach, I have to somehow make them feel like I'm not against them, um, that I am and, and trying to like get on the same level as them, help them feel comfortable with a lot of my videos. So a lot of someone who's maybe struggling with um, the gay lifestyle or has same-sex attraction, you know, it's kind of very difficult, especially given a lot of maybe trauma in the past for them to sit down and listen to a sermon with somebody who appears to be the same person who caused all of their trauma in the past, if that makes any sense. You know, maybe someone who has a, a suit and tie and is on a sermon. And, you know, a lot of people, especially those who have come out of the lifestyle, have a lot of trauma when it comes to tradi- traditional church systems. And so um, I've asked myself to the Lord because when I started doing all this and, and doing this ministry, I just came before the Lord and I told him, you know, God, do you really want me to be doing all these costumes and these, you know, wigs and all these colors and rainbow everything? And the Lord was like, yeah, I want, you know, I redeemed you from that life. There's so much meaning in creating new things that the Lord has done. He's redeemed so much of my life and he's really made new out of a lot of it. And, um, you know, sometimes going back to 
help other people come out of that lifestyle is not pretty it's not traditional you know you kind of have to get your hands a little dirty and you have to do things that you might not like to do or do things that you might like to do you know i have for those of you who are wondering i have an experience and a background in theater and the arts and so putting on a wig to me is like nothing like i i went to school for acting where we had to wear wigs all the time we would play characters there would be changing and costumes and um and a bunch of people who struggle with same-sex attraction or who are in that lifestyle this is like nothing to them they see people wear wigs all the time especially with this generation and TikTok. there's so many people out there who are just dressing the way that they want to kind of dress for no particular reason you know they're not most people are not even dressing any type of gender normal like ways because they want to provoke or attract certain type of people but just mostly because they see a color and they're like this is a really beautiful color and um and i want to wear it you know or whatever it is that people are doing i have no idea but my whole point and all of that <laughs> what i'm trying to say is that i want especially for my audience uh i'm not really here for the religious audience i know that the religious audience will never accept me whether i'm wearing a wig or whether i'm wearing a baseball cap or whether i just have my normal hair on they will, I will never be good enough for them, um, basically. And I'm trying to really do these podcasts and create these resources for people who are like me, who have been through what I've been through and who have same-sex attraction, who maybe question their, their gender for a really long time. Um, maybe they like the color pink. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but my favorite color is actually pink. So I, I love the color pink. And this hair is pink. It's, it's super cool. But yeah, I brought it before the Lord. And the Lord's just like, I want you to be different. I want you to do exactly what I've called you to do, which is to reach out to those people that nobody wants to reach out to and make them feel comfortable, make them know that I love them, um, that I care for them, that I created them in certain ways to have talents and creativity. And they don't have to push all those things aside. They don't have to throw those things aside just because they're following me now. Um, no, actually, I think I've learned the opposite, that the more that you follow God, the more that you really come into your true self and who you really are and what God purposed you and created you to do. I don't think that there's a lot of you know stereotypical straight Christian men who would be purposed to go out and wear a wig and help people who have same-sex attraction come to Christ. Some of them are not even very even comfortable talking about their own sexual struggles. I'm very comfortable talking about my sexual struggles. I'm comfortable talking about my past, and I'm very comfortable wearing wigs. And so that is the explanation that I have for you guys in the beginning of this video. <laughs> but let's get into the topic of this video. And the topic of this video is basically just a little bit of a word that the Lord gave me. I had... I, you know, guys, I love to jump on here and I love to just talk to you guys and share with you guys the experiences of what I'm walking through in my life and in my journey with, with Jesus. Like, this is why I have that podcast, you know, why I have this podcast. And other, sometimes other episodes, I have guests come on and they get to share in their testimony and what the Lord is doing in their heart. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to share with you guys a recent experience. Um, Lately, let's just say, <laughs> I kind of have to give you guys a backdrop for this. <clears throat> so for the past year, it's been more than a year since I uploaded, uh, well, I've had my videos up on YouTube, but it's been more than a year since my videos on YouTube really took off and I started doing online ministry. So more than a year now in January and, and we just, you know, it's the beginning of, of January, 2022. So we just started a new year. And for the past year, I have been doing online ministry nonstop. Guys, when I say all I do is that I work, I go to the gym, I sleep, and I eat. 
that's all I do. And by work, I mean create content for you guys, making podcasts, making TikToks, doing my Bible studies, um, raising up my disciples, you know, doing my Zooms, um, meetings, and doing phone calls with other people, um, helping people come out of the lifestyle, helping people, you know, get closer to the Lord. I'm always working, on, if not on the Discord, then potential business opportunities in, in online ministry or creating more TikToks and more videos and more podcasts. And it takes a lot of time to prepare for these podcasts, to prepare for the Bible studies. And um, I do three meetings every single week with my disciples and I love it, guys. I'm telling you, like, I love what I do. I love my job. It can be very stressful. It's not for everybody. I would not recommend online ministry. It's very hard, especially if the Lord has not called you to put yourself out there for everyone to see and everyone to judge you. But I have been doing this for, for more than a year now. And, you know, I have to admit it has been a little bit lonely. It has been just like almost the same thing over and over again. And I am the type of person that I don't like to do the same things over and over again. I love spontaneity. I love going out. I love visiting new places. Um, I don't like eating new foods. <laughs> That's one thing I don't like. I, I'm a chicken and a steak kind of dude. I don't really like to try other things outside of that. When I go to restaurants, I always order the chicken. It's like a very safe option. Um, but yeah, you know, for a lot of my life, I was very adventurous. I mean, I moved to New York before I was 21 years old. And, and then I was in Australia by the time I was 23 years old, uh, traveling the world in Australia. And, and I love that. I love waking up every single morning and not knowing how my day is going to go. I'm not, I'm not much of a person who likes to schedule or organize things. I'm super, super spontaneous, even when it comes to my friendships. And um, when it comes to meeting up with my friends, I, I'm always the type of person that it's like, it's like 8 p.m. at night and I'm like texting my friends. I'm like, do you want to do something today? And they're like, we don't have any plans. Like, what are you talking about? Because I'm just so spontaneous like that. And so for the past year, um, I, moved, I moved back down to Miami after my whole testimony thing, right? And then I was three years just walking with the Lord, doing ministry in person. And then I got to my online ministry. When I started online ministry, I kind of became like a little bit of a shut-in. And, and I'm sharing this with you guys, um, not so that you guys can give me advice or you know, try not to judge a lot of what I'm gonna be saying because I am being very transparent, very honest. I haven't even fully processed all of these feelings and these emotions. I just, sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> but I just, I had to come on here and just share it with you guys because I feel like that's a, a lot of the reason why, why you guys watch my videos. You watch my videos because you wanna know what's really happening, what's really going on in my walk and, and what's going on with me, you know? And that's why you guys can relate to a lot of this stuff. So I don't have this fully processed, but I became kind of a shut-in when I started my online ministry because why? It's like you're, you're doing online stuff all the time. And not only that, my online ministry began um, during the pandemic. And so it began like five months into the pandemic and everybody was online already. And so there wasn't a lot of going out. I was stuck at home a lot. And, um, and yeah, I just got really into my work. I got really into my disciples, my Zoom meetings, and I, I, just, I just stopped going out. And the only place that I would really go out um, to see people would be the gym. And in the gym, you know, you don't talk to people at the gym. You, you go there to work out. Most people go to the gym to work out. And so I, um, I would just do my content, then go to the gym, then come back home. Do my content, go to the gym, come back home. And the only type of contact that I would have was would be with, with people online. It would be with people who like I was doing Zoom meetings with or phone calls or anything like that. 
So I don't have a, a physical place that I go to church at. I, I was going to one down here. won't say the name of it just for privacy reasons. But um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not much of a Sunday church goer kind of guy. Um, I, I feel like I had a season of that. Now my church is mostly online with my disciples and with my mentor over the phone because he lives in another state. And so <clears throat> I don't get to see people. Like I, I rarely ever get to see people. The only time I got to see people was when I would have breaks from my online ministry and I wouldn't be doing Bible studies. I would just be doing um, like uh, taking a break from everything and I would go up to like Upper Room or I would go to International House of Prayer. For those of you who are not familiar with the prayer rooms, I am obsessed with prayer rooms. I love prayer rooms. Like it, that's how I connect with the Lord is through worship, through music. And so I discovered International House of Prayer and I talk about it a lot on this YouTube channel. I discovered them, I think around, um, I don't know, probably two years into my Christian journey. And so one thing I love to do when I take a break is I love to just go and to sit in the prayer room uh, when I have those breaks in International House of Prayer or Upper Room in Dallas. And so that'd be the only time that I would like really uh, like see people mostly. And um, then I would come back home and then just do the same thing over again, content, gym, and then, you know, uh, sleep and eat, sleep and eat and do chores and, and not have, you know, a ton of friends down here in Miami. And, um, and yeah, it was, it's just been a really weird time. It's just been a whole year of doing this. And then now going into 2022, a couple of weeks, I've just been feeling very just like, I want to break the cycle. You know, I want to break the cycle of just making content and, um, and then go to the gym and not sometimes guys, I'm, you know, to be completely honest, sometimes I go like several days without talking to another person. And that's probably really hard for maybe a lot of people to understand, maybe not so much in the pandemic now, because a lot of, a lot of you guys have been either with COVID or have been shut down or you guys are working online. So maybe you understand my point of perspective of where I'm coming from, but most times uh, for me, I can go several days without talking to another human being and it's just not healthy and i mean i do talk to people but it's online and so um i'm not seeing people in person not talking to people in person and it's just been like like me the spontaneous kind of guy that i am and you know to do all these types of things it's just it's just not like me and so i haven't really brought it forth to the lord i've just been kind of you know busy because the lord i, I see the fruit of my ministry so my ministry has been super successful online. You get 50,000 followers on TikTok. I have a bunch of people who I'm impacting online. I have a, a Discord group full of 500 members and, and pupils that I have, which is my discipleship program. And then I have another discipleship program of 12 people who are like my church that I'm walking with. And um, I see the fruit of my ministry. I see people growing. I see myself growing in the Lord, learning things like things that I didn't know before with my Bible studies. And so things are good. Like life is good. I'm super thankful. Like I'm making a living off of off of my online ministry. Nothing crazy, but enough for me to continue to make videos. And um, I shouldn't be complaining. You know, I should be just be happy that I have like my job and my online church and my friends. But I feel like some things have just been missing. And really, you know, my my biggest goal, especially, is not always to be doing online ministry. I mean, I want to do online ministry for as long as I can. But one of my biggest goals has always been to create a place that I can go to in Miami, like a prayer room, because there's really no prayer rooms in Miami that I can think of. Um, I used to intern one at one down here, down south, but that was very far from where I lived. 
And I've, I've been wanting to for a really long time. All the money that I've been um, making in the ministry, I've actually been saving it to put it right back into the ministry to create this prayer room or this church um, gathering place where people can come in, have a coffee, encounter the Lord, worship. And so that's been my biggest dream. One of the reasons why that is my biggest dream, number one, first off, because I want to worship God and I want to create a, a, an atmosphere of presence for other people that is just not available in South Florida and in Fort Lauderdale. So if you want to be a part of that, go to my website and donate because <laughs> all that money that is going to the donations, it's not going to my lavish lifestyle, which I do not have. <laughs> I live at home with my parents. Um, it's actually going into the savings of funding that prayer room in South Florida. And so I was able to start that last year, which was incredible. Got the space um, in a coffee shop. We've been praying every single week. We've been live streaming it on the Discord. So for those of you who are interested in watching that and seeing that hopefully one day we can get that on youtube um but i started that and it's been wonderful you know connecting with people and so now i have an avenue avenue to do that um and and that started i think in november and so i've been meeting and the lord's been providing people it's been awesome like i, I could do a whole another podcast on that but I, I won't waste time on that um <clears throat> so i've been able to do that but it just you know my life in this season has just been very slow and guys just kind of very boring. <laughs> Very boring for someone who really loves spontaneity and doing spontaneous things and, and all that stuff. And and I've just been thinking to myself, you know, is, is life always going to be this way? And maybe I decided to do this podcast to talk about this topic because I feel like a lot of people might be able to relate with me, might be able to relate with what I'm going through in this season. A lot of you guys maybe feel like life is on pause or it's kind of been broken down into just like very, I don't know, it just seems very stagnant. Like there's not a lot happening at the same time. And maybe you have a lot of goals and you have a lot of dreams. Like I have, guys, if you think I'm doing a lot now with the TikToks, the content, the discipleship programs, I have so much that I want to do. I want to write a book. I want to create this prayer room. I want to travel the world. I want to help people um, create businesses that are like Jesus businesses, kingdom businesses. Like I have so much that I I am planning to do and I want to do for the kingdom of heaven. And in this season, it's just been like, you know, just faithfully serving the Lord online and faithfully serving my disciples. And, and it has been a little bit just boring and just very average. And I haven't had a season like that in a really long time. Like, I think most of my life before Christ was just go, go, go. It was like, first I'm going to go, you know, I was homeschooled. Then I was like going to university. Then I finished university. Then I got this job. Then I went to New York. Then I went to Australia. You know, it was always moving. It was always going. And I kind of paid the price of that along the way is that I created a lot of trauma. I wasn't listening to the Lord and a lot of things that I was doing. I wasn't fully devoted in my life created scar tissue in the emotional aspects of myself because I wasn't listening to God. And um, and yeah, so this season of my life has just been very just like, do this thing, be faithful to this thing, and, and that's it. And so I've just been asking the Lord, like, God, is my life always just going to be very like this? Is it just going to be wake up, maybe don't see anyone for the day, go to the gym, make content, and then that's it. And I know that that's not logical to even think about that because I have things that are happening like the prayer room and YouTube and opportunities and churches and some churches inviting me to speak and stuff. And so I know that it's not always going to be like 
you know, what it is today. I'm just kind of building the foundations for what is to come. Um, but I can get kind of restless, you know, just kind of um, desperate for for something to happen or for new opportunities. And even living in Miami, it's such a city that, let's just say, likes to have fun and not in the godly way. So there's not much for me to do uh, unless I want to do ungodly things. I, I just stay home most times. And a lot of the people that I meet in Miami are not interested or they don't care about God in any type of way. So I just spent a lot of time alone. and uh, But that is changing. Like I said, it's changing. But So I brought that to the Lord, right? And um, lately, it's been very difficult for me to even wake up. It's been, di it's been difficult for me to find motivation to wake up in the mornings. Um, well, some of the things that I like to do is I like to create a schedule. If I create a schedule, keep the schedule, I tend to wake up, you know, have better hours, not be up all night, you know, working on something um, or projects I'm creating or TikToks and stuff. Um, but yeah, this week I just had a hard time waking up and I had a hard time, uh, like getting myself out of bed. And I, I don't know why it's been so difficult for me to, to get up out of bed sometimes. It's almost like I enjoy, and I'm going to be like raw and real guys. So if it's like, if I start like tearing up a little bit, it's just cause like I said, I haven't fully processed all these things. Um, I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. But I, it's been hard for me to wake up in the, in the morning and it just kind of feels like I just want to go back into dream world. I want to go back into my dreamland because in my dreams, I'm exploring these cool places or I'm meeting these cool people and I'm in these cool cities. And I don't know, like my dreams are so cool. Like it, it, I meet so many awesome people in my dreams. It's, it's so weird to like be talking about, but it's the truth. Um, so I, I always feel like my dreams are much more exciting than like my regular life. And, um, and so I want to go back to sleep and my bed is always so comfortable in the morning. <laughs> and so, um, I, I tend to go back to sleep and, and to kind of combat that, cause I'm a very proactive person. I've been listening to the prayer room, right? And so, uh, I grab my phone and I start, uh, I go to the unceasing worship app from international house of prayer and I put on a set and I'll just put on a set for me to meditate on while I'm in bed if I can't get up. And then I'll end up either falling asleep or I'll end up like getting enough motivation that I need to be able to get up out of bed. And so um, one of these days I was actually in bed and I put on like one of the intercession sets and I just let it kind of run. And they were doing worship and, and prayer and all that stuff. And I let it run in the background. And when I woke up, I didn't really think much about it. Uh, there were some key phrases that were highlighted to me and it was like justice and mercy and they were thinking about several things that I was like process, uh, processing um, subliminally in my mind but not like actively. Um, it's very weird to understand. Like I was just like sleeping while hearing it. I can understand when I was, when they were talking um, but I was like half awake, half asleep. And so I got up for my day and um, I, I went over to the gym because that's what I do <laughs> and I got to the gym and the Lord spoke to me as I was praying before I go to the gym. Sometimes I pray and he spoke to me regarding uh, my life. And, and it wasn't at that moment. It was so weird. Like it was like he had spoken to me while I was listening to these prayer sets um, while I was in a bed. And so he t basically told me he, he gave me an image. The image was this when I was a, when I was a young boy, a young man, a young boy, <laughs> um, I had a ripstick. And 
the ripstick i don't know if you guys know what a ripstick is it's like it's like a skateboard but it's not you have to swivel in order for you to build momentum to um to ride it <laughs> and so i was swiveling like really hard and on the ripstick and outside of my neighborhood and I was going really, really fast. You're not supposed to go that fast because it's not like a regular skateboard. It's kind of unstable a little bit. I guess maybe that's why I don't sell them that much anymore. They're, they were like all the craze. Like uh, everyone wanted one of these when I was a teenager. And um, I was swiveling really hard. I was trying to go really, really fast for, for no reason at all. I was like by myself. And um, and I hit a rock. And when I hit that rock, I went flying off of my ripstick. <laughs> like just literally, I went like, I, like a good like four yards or something, I don't know. Um, maybe that's not the correct measurement, but I went, I went flying and I landed on my arm and I, I didn't know it at the time, but I broke my arm and it was this excruciating amount of pain. Like I was in so much, so much pain. And, um, as I broke my arm, I started yelling and like the, the neighbors came out of the house and they're like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But I was like, like in a lot of pain. So my mom, she took me to the emergency room they told me that I would need a cast and I got a cast on my arm. This was in eighth grade. I remember it being either in the seventh or in the eighth grade, but I'm sh pretty sure it was eighth grade. And so I had a cast on my arm and that was the first time that I ever had a cast. And I, I didn't know what it felt like to have a cast. And it was on my left, it was on this arm, my left arm. And I write with my right arm and I'll tell you why that's important in a second. But the cast, it was just like, it made everything in my life so difficult. Like it was so hard. Everything in my life was so freaking hard like excuse my language but it was like really difficult and in eighth grade I was going through a lot of emotional that was like the year that I came out of the closet like that I started um feeling same-sex attractions towards other like men and stuff and so it was a really hard year to begin with but then now I had this cast and every time I wanted to shower I had to put like plastic over it or and it would smell bad and it would itch and then it would also make me like really lazy like really really lazy I don't I know that other people who have had casts know what I'm talking about. And maybe if you haven't had a cast in your life, you're probably like, what are you talking? Like, it's just like something on your arm, but it's not. It just, it makes life so complicated. I was actually talking to one of my friends who she tends to break a lot of, she, I think she has a certain disease. I forget what it's called, but she's had to wear cast a lot of the majority of her life. And she's like, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Like you just get so unmo unmotivated, you get very lazy. I'd be doing like homework assignments and I, it's not even my writing arm. And I would be frustrated because I wouldn't be able to like hold the paper right. And and it just, I, I couldn't even do homework for like a good like three months. Like I just give the excuse to my teacher. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I'm just so unmotivated with my cat. It was so weird. It was so, so weird. But it was this horrible feeling of just like, I was forced, my body was literally forcing me to like not put any work on this arm. It was in a cast system where it needed to heal, it needed to get better, the bone needed to repair itself or whatever it is that was wrong in my arm, it needed to heal. And so I was forced to heal. I was forced to not have to do strenuous activities. Um, sometimes I would just, I wouldn't have the motivation to do anything mentally. And so the Lord brought that time of my life up to my thoughts while I was listening to this like worship or whatever. And like he was reminding me later on and, and he spoke this word to me. He's like, right now, Samuel, you're in a season of your life and a season of waiting. And I know what seasons of waiting look like. And I've been in seasons of waiting that I, before, like I, I remember before I had my online ministry, I was in a season of waiting. I remember literally 
it was so weird guys like the lord i don't know if this happens to you but the lord really speaks to me in themes like there'll be certain like books of the bible that the lord or stories in the bible that the lord would just like highlight for like weeks and i can tell that god is just really speaking to me about something in that story or that relates to that and there was a season in my life um when i was doing ministry in the beginning this was like the first year of my ministry that i was writing songs about like waiting I was writing songs about Joseph, like the story of Joseph. I would go to Bible studies and visit other churches and guess what the sermons would be about. They would be about Joseph. Like one time I went into a church that I was visiting and they, we sat down for the Bible study and I had been reading Joseph all day, sat down for the Bible study and uh, the pastor was like, okay guys, today we're gonna be doing Genesis and we're gonna be talking about Joseph. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like I just been reading this book like this whole day, like can't believe this is happening because the Lord was like really trying to tell me something. What was he trying to tell me? He was trying to tell me that I was in this season of waiting and and like and like Joseph being a dreamer, wanting to do all these things, being excited to tell his brothers, brothers sell him, then he has to go to prison, and then he gets out of prison, and then uh, well because of the whole you know woman adultery thing, and then then he gets you know to be king. He well I'm sorry he gets to be you know prince and have a position of authority in Egypt, and so I've been in seasons of waiting before. But I didn't, I thought like I wasn't going to have to go through those seasons of waiting anymore. You know, like I was just going to, I guess, I, I don't know. Like I, I didn't, I really honestly didn't think about it. And so the Lord told me you're in like a cast season. You're in a season where I am physically forcing you to rest and life is just going to be a little boring. You know, life is because a lot of people I feel like don't understand this. This might speak to you listeners who are listening to this a lot of people don't understand that um when you live a really broken life and a life away from god there are certain things that happen to you that need healing like for example i lost my virginity um to another man um and i'm not gonna get into details but um i had sexual relations with another man and i this happened to me when i was 18 years old and when that happened, I'm, that is something that wasn't from the Lord. Like he didn't ask me to be with this man. And there was a lot of emotional problems that resulted from that relationship. Like one of the things that happened to me was I, I gave myself to this guy and then he ended up leaving me three days later. And that was like my biggest fear because I was like, if I'm going to have sexual relationships with someone I want I want them to be there with me. I want to give myself fully to them and I want to be with them forever. Like I had this like fantasy in my mind that it was I was going to like be with someone forever. <laughs> and like a man forever. And um and he ended up leaving me 3 days later and that created in me like emotional scarring and unforgiveness and you know bitterness and just a bunch of things and then that have happened that that being a theme in my life where I would try to find love or try to find dependency on somebody and they would just leave me again and again the hook of culture that I experienced and being involved in the gay lifestyle and so on and so those things they did something to me in my spirit in my soul in my mind whatever you want to call it there was an impact on me and I thought for the longest time that coming to the Lord that he was just gonna like clean those things up that it was just gonna be immediate that it's gonna be restored um, that oh I came to the Lord I accepted Jesus Christ into my life and now life's good you know like I don't have any of those emotional I made new which I am but it's like no there's there's a process that process is called sanctification 
so during that process of sanctification, what happens is that the Lord helps you to be more like Him and walk like Him. And a lot of that has to do with where you are emotionally, what's going on with you emotionally and how to patch up, you know, how to patch up those wounds, how to receive healing from those types of things. And sometimes, like the cast system that I was talking about, you when you break your arm or you break your leg, you have to get a cast on, right? And that is what helps you to heal, you know, not like resting and literally just resting on that thing that is like realigning your bone back together, right? And so walking with the Lord, walking in sanctification is like having a cast on. And sometimes if you've been through a lot of what I've been through, like I lived life fully to the extreme, you know, did everything I wanted to do. I had a lot of sex, you know, I was really living that heathen lifestyle, of course, with a little sprinkle of Jesus, (laughs) a little sprinkle of the Lord, um, but not really. I was just kind of doing whatever I wanted to do. And and that created a lot of wounds, a lot of things that needed healing. And so the Lord spoke to me, Samuel, you're in this season of just like resting, like you're doing stuff like you're, you know, making ministry, making disciples, reading the Bible, studying, continuing um, your studies in seminary and all those types of things. But you're also resting because you're finding healing from a lot of those things that you had to deal with in, in your past life before you have me in your life. And so I'm like, man, I, I never really thought about that. And, it, and when you have a cast, it kind of feels like nothing's going to change. Like I remember when I couldn't do my homework and, you know, when I was feeling lazy, it, it just felt like, man, this cast is never going to come off of me. It's like sometimes you can have a cast for over six months, you know, sometimes longer if it's a really, really bad break or a bone break or whatever. Um, it, your body takes time to heal. If the body is like that, imagine the spiritual body, how long it's going to take time to heal in that cast. So the Lord becomes like our caste system. Like he becomes that thing that we align with and that realigns us and that heals us and heals our wounds and heals our spiritual, like, and our emotional health, all those things, everything that's going on in your mind. And that takes time. And sometimes that's a little unmotivating. That's a little boring because you just have to sit there and you just have to rest in God and trust him to be fixing all these little things that you didn't even know was wrong with you. Like there, are, I'm sure there are a bunch of things that I, there that is wrong with me. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, I'm perfect and I have no flaws or I do everything great. Like no, there's there. I'm sure I have a, a lot of emotional things that if I want to be the leader that the Lord is setting me up to be, the servant leader, and you know to write these books or these businesses and, and to do all these types of things, I'm going to have to have a really strong maturity and an understanding of the Lord. He wants to prepare me for that. But how can he prepare me for that if I have pieces of myself that are broken? And so um, being in that cast with with the Lord, like I've learned um, that day when he spoke that to me, I'm like, man, I'm, first off, life is not always going to be like this. I'm not always going to wake up and be like, I'm so bored. I haven't seen anyone in like three days, which is like not healthy at all. Um, All I do is work all the time and then go to the gym and then sleep for like 10 hours. You know, Um, it's life is not always going to be like that. And the Lord reassured me. He was like, there's going to be a day where that cast is going to come off and life is going to be exciting and life is going to be joyful. And that's something that's been very difficult for me, um, especially being someone who's struggled with depression before in the past my life always my life be like (laughs) my life always was like just sadness it was just crying all the time and 
Um, there was not a lot of joy. There's not a lot of happiness. I, I rarely ever would remember myself like really laughing and having fun times and things that other people were having fun times with. I was very critical of a lot of things in my life. And God was just telling me that one day when I take off this cast with him, I'm, I'm going to be like happy. You know, I'm going to be joyful in him because a lot of those wounds, a lot of those traumas are going to be patched up and they're going to be healed. And I'm going to be good. I'm going to be Gucci. And, and, and I'm going to be excited for life. And then there's going to be more opportunities. It's going to bring around more people into my life that I'm going to be ready to either lead or to have friendships with and have relationships with. And maybe I'm not ready to have those types of relationships just now. A lot of people, like I said, a lot of people in the Christian walk and in the Christian life, they think that it's just, everything is just very automatic. Like, it's just like, God, God's going to do something for you right now. And there's no seasons of waiting. But, you know, when I look at the scriptures, even the life of Joseph, to bring it back to the scriptures, I'm not going to go super in-depth to any verses tonight in this podcast. But when we look at the life of Joseph, it was years and years and years that he just had to wait before he got promotion. There's nothing that Joseph could have done except be a good steward to every situation that he found himself in. Like, and that's what I'm doing. I'm like, in this season of my life, you know, I'm, there's a pandemic outside and all I can do is spend a lot of time inside and I am, have a lot of popularity online, you know, so I'm going to be a good steward to what's going on online. I'm not going to try to like do my thing outside of what is bringing fruit. And so... I think we just forget sometimes that as Christians, there are going to be seasons of waiting and seasons that are not going to be super exciting and are not going to be everything that we ever dreamed of and hoped for. But that doesn't mean that that's not coming. Like I have full faith in the Lord that he's preparing me, he's molding me, that all the promises that he's made to me are true and that he's going to compete, he's going to complete those promises. But I have to wait, you know, even like Abraham, when he, he was told by God to go out into um into his promised land this land that he was going to be a foreigner in and then he was told that he was going to have a kid and that kid didn't come for like 14 almost 20 years after he had been given that promise and that blessing you know from the lord and that was a season where abraham he had to just kind of wait and what would be the reason of waiting you know what would be the reason of job experiencing all these sufferings and all these uh, tumultuous timings of just having to wait on god for him to receive back all these things that were taken away from him. At the end of the day, we don't really know. But I believe it's what I just finished telling you guys that it's like we we get in this caste system. Like God becomes our caste and he's aligning himself with with us and us with him. And he's healing us and he's taking all that sinful nature and like and making and replacing it with a holy nature with the holy spirit and that's that process of beautiful sanctification so if you find yourself today in a season where you feel kind of like you're in that waiting season i i, I felt that a couple times in my life like when i first started ministry when i was in school i remember that that was so difficult two years in school i was like oh this is so boring all i wanted to do was like there's a time in my life where all i wanted to do was move to hawaii <laughs> like i wanted to quit school and I just really wanted to move to Hawaii, like really, really badly. And I wanted to be a missionary in Hawaii. And I just, cause I just wanted to escape the season of waiting of being in school and learning. And it was so boring and all these, doing all these essays. Um, and, and then now, you know, the season of just where I'm doing online ministry, which is fun and it's exciting and I love it. Like I love, don't get me wrong guys, I'm not complaining. Like I love this season. Um, it's just, I'm always wanting, you know, there's always that more. 
I always want more because it's, it's not a bad thing to want to shoot for the stars, to want to do all these amazing things and projects and people and uh, things, right? So um, if you find yourself in this season where you're just like waiting and you're just asking yourself like, are things ever going to change? It may be because the Lord is speaking this word over you. And if you're listening to this right now, it's probably because of that reason. You know, like the Lord's trying to give you this message through me um, or not. Or maybe this is just really entertaining for you guys. You're just like watching me in a pink wig talk on my podcast. Um, but you might just be in that season of waiting where things seem kind of boring or just very mid, <laughs> very average. Uh, there's not a lot going on, uh, but you know you're being faithful. You know you see the fruits of your of your life with Jesus Christ. And, um, and you just kind of have to just wait. Wait for the Lord to tell you when it's time to take off that cast and to experience life in a new way that you didn't. I'm so glad that I got my arm fixed because then I was able to do things with this arm that I wasn't able to do before. Um, and, and, and then I, I was able to strengthen it more. And they say that if you break your arm, like it actually becomes stronger afterward or something like that. And so... Like, if it doesn't break you, it makes you stronger, you know? And that's kind of how it is, that the Lord is, like, just putting us in that system and, and making each one of us strong the more times that we wait. And I'm a firm believer in waiting. There's so many times in the scriptures where we find people just waiting on God. Like, there's so much times, guys, where people are just waiting on the Lord. And, um, you know, this might be a difficult season for me. It might be hard sometimes not get to see a bunch of people or just working all the time and can be stressful that's why I take you know my rest when I need to rest um and it can be kind of depressing and kind of sad some days and some days I just don't want to get up out of bed but uh, I trust in the Lord and I know him I know that he loves me I know he cares about me I know he would never make me go through something that would not produce any fruit uh, I'm even reminded in the scriptures where it says like um, that he actually cuts the branches that are like producing fruit so that it can produce even more fruit. And uh, seasons of waiting are kind of just like that. You know, you just kind of have to wait on him. And that's okay because the result of waiting on him is really, really beautiful. So I want to encourage you guys today, for those of you who are listening, that are wanting to like get out of that or escape that or thinking like the grass is greener on the other side if i just do this or if i just do that or make opportunities that the lord is not asking you to make like just sit with the lord and tell him like is this my season of waiting lord do you do you want me to just wait because there are seasons of actions that so you take actions and i've been in those seasons it's like no there's no waiting like we're gonna do this i have to go after this um and then there are seasons of waiting where he's just like just chill i want you to rest in me i want you to heal in me I want to be your, your safety. I want to be your foundation during this time. And and that might be what some people are walking through. And that's definitely a season that I'm walking through, guys. And so thank you for listening to me. Thank you for listening to this podcast this week, guys. Um, like I said, I'm doing really good. Don't worry, for, don't worry so much about me. But there are some announcements that I would like to make, um, specifically that I have the Discord. If you haven't yet joined the Discord, I'm talking about it a lot on my Bible studies and stuff. It Discord is an app where it has chat rooms. And so you can join my specific chat room server. It's called Christian Progress. And there's chat rooms for basically everything. There's a meme chat room. There's a prayer request chat room. You can ask for prayer requests. There's um, Bible studies calls. And there's even uh, for people who struggle with same-sex attraction, there's a chat room for men, like an entire like chat room. It's moderated, obviously. 
So crazy things don't happen in there. We have rules and all that stuff. So make sure you read the rules when you join the, the community. But uh, there's a chat room where you can receive help and have other men who are going through what you're going through and walking through same-sex attraction. And we even do weekly calls. And there's a discipleship program on there. So if you haven't been discipled, you're looking for a mentor and you want to learn with me and you want to learn with other people who also enjoy my ministry, you can join that. It's called the Pupil Program. So when you join, just make sure to send me a direct message and be like, I want to join the Pupil Program. And I'll add you in there. And we do calls every single week. So guys, I love you so much. I think that's the only announcements that I have besides like tuning into my Wednesday night live Bible studies. I'm continuing to do my TikToks, continuing to come up with ideas and stuff, online ministry and and just sitting in this season of waiting and, and trusting the Lord that just trusting the Lord that everything's going to be okay. And he's always going to provide for us no matter what. And I, I have a lot of faith in that. He's never let me down. He's shown me things in my life that I never thought would be capable or whatever happened. You know, I never thought I would be talking on YouTube for thousands of people in a pink wig. It's just things that happen, you know? <laughs> and, um, and he's been really, really good. And I know he's going to be really, really good to you guys too. So stay blessed, be patient, and wait on the Lord. You know, good things are indeed coming. And there's going to be a time where he takes that cast off. And you're going to be like, I'm really glad that I took that time to heal and be restored by the Lord. And so that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you for listening and tune in next week for a special podcast with a special guest star. Peace out, everybody. Bye.